Hi everyone, welcome to the Understand the Bible podcast. You're about to listen to a sermon on Galatians chapter 6 verses 11 to 18. This is the last in the series on Galatians and we're thinking about why it is that the rules don't work, why we need to look to God's new creation rather than looking to the law to, uh, to obey. And just to let you know that this will be the last sermon uh, on the podcast before um, the the next term, before September. So just to let you know, we'll be having a bit of a summer break in August, but we will be back. So do keep subscribed. Thanks so much for joining me over these past few months, and I hope that you enjoy. God bless. final section of Galatians we are returning to the theme that we've been looking at all the way through which is do we need a little bit of polishing up as as people morally speaking do we just need to try a little bit harder or do we need a complete renewal you know like a death and resurrection and and this is the theme that we're uh, we're coming back to and um, Paul As you can see, he begins this section, see what large letters I use as I write to you with my own hand. I I rather like these little little bits in the the Bible because it it reminds us that Paul was a real man, that this was a real letter to begin with, and that this has been copied faithfully. Um, I always think, you know, what must the the scribes who copied, because that's how the... um, the letters of the New Testament and the Bible, really. The whole Bible arrived down to us. It's been copied and copied and copied. And there was a group of people in the, the Israelites, uh, the Old Testament, who would have, whose job it would have been to, to scribe, to copy the manuscripts. Um, and um, I often thought, well, what would they have thought as they were copying this bit? Um, but it, it just goes to show, doesn't it, that they, they really tried to do it accurately. And, um, and Paul... He's normally, uh, I don't know what the normal thing uh, was, but uh, we know a number of his letters were dictated. And that's, I think, presumably the case here. He dictated most of the letter, but then he's written the, um, uh, the, last, the last part of it. And maybe it was because of his, um, maybe it was because of his eyesight, he mentioned his eyes. Maybe it was because of, um, you know, his um, uh, chains, that he had trouble writing, we don't know. But I think it's just a nice little window, isn't it, into the, the real Paul and to, to you know the man, what, what actually happened, that this was a real man, these were real people. And so he, um, he, he finishes off then um, this, this letter by talking about uh, circumcision. He says, those who uh, want to impress people by means of the flesh are trying to compel you uh, to be circumcised. And the only reason they do this is to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. So he says circumcision is really about trying to impress people by means of the flesh. He wants, he's saying that the people who are trying to do this, they want to avoid being persecuted by, by the Jews. At, at that time, then it was the, the, the Jews who were persecuting uh, the Christians. And it was quite severe uh, in places. And, and he said they want to avoid being persecuted, the, this circumcision group. 
And uh, that's often, sadly, the case today, isn't it? You know, we want to avoid being persecuted. And uh, sometimes we'll say and do things which we know are not right or, or not true because we don't want to be uh, persecuted or we'll not speak up or say nothing because we don't want to be persecuted. But Paul says uh, that um, uh, they want to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. And the cross is, is what leads to their persecution then. And it's the same today, isn't it? That people don't like to be told about what the truth is, about what sin is, about our need for Jesus and for the cross. It's an offensive message. Whereas people like a message which says, just do this and you'll be saved. Just, you know, all you need to do is live a good life. That's the message that people like because they think they can do that. Whereas the cross says we can't do that. And um, he says, um, he goes on to say then, uh, verse 13, um, not even those who are circumcised keep the law, yet they want you to be circumcised so that they may boast about your circumcision in the flesh. So he says that the circumcision is about boasting, and it's about boasting in, in the flesh, boasting in our own accomplishment, in, in our own achievement. And um, he says that, those who are circumcised don't actually keep the law. They just want you to be circumcised so that they may boast about it. And it really made me think of something quite deep, I think, about human nature. Which is, you know, what, why did they pick circumcision? Because it was, a, it was a very visible sign. You know, it was something that you'd either done or you hadn't done. And, you know, that um, uh, this was a visible thing they could point to. You know, to say, yes, I've done that. And it's, it's so much like what goes on today on, on social media, um, which is it's this phenomenon you may have come across known as virtue signaling. And it's, basically, it's been around since you know, time immemorial, but it's when people say and do things to show that they are virtuous people, but they don't actually have to do anything. So, for example, um, you know last year when the whole Black Lives Matter um, movement was, was sort of kicking off, and a lot of people posted up um, a black square online on social media to show their, their support, which is, is not a bad thing um, uh, to do, but it, it's not a, a hard thing to do, is it? What's a lot harder is actually to treat people equally and to treat people well. And sometimes I think when it comes to social media, it plays into our worst instincts of showing our virtue, but not actually being virtuous. And this is the, exactly the same as Paul is saying when it comes to the law. It's about showing these people who wanted circumcision, wanted to show everyone how law-keeping they were, but it says they didn't keep the law themselves. And that's because uh, we can't keep the law. We need Jesus. Uh, we need the cross. So Paul, he says, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. So Paul's only boast is in the cross. And that is the, the death and resurrection. He's died with Christ and been raised. And we've already thought about that in Galatians. Dying with Christ, being raised with Christ. That's his boast, which is not his own achievement and not his own accomplishment. And that's what he means there. It's nothing to do with his own um, achievements of himself. It's Christ. 
Uh, and uh, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means, means anything. What counts is the new creation. And that's the key. That's the key. That we don't need to be just a touch-up job. We don't need a bit of polishing here and there. But actually we need a new creation. And we need to be made, made new. And that happens through Jesus Christ. Through the Holy Spirit. It doesn't happen of our own efforts. And that's what Paul says. It doesn't matter about circumcision or uncircumcision. Do we belong to the new creation? Do we have the Holy Spirit? Do we walk in step with the Holy Spirit? That's what makes the difference. And um, he, he says, um, Peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, to the Israel of God. So you know, all the way through, we were thinking about the, these sort of Judaizers who were saying, effectively, like we were thinking about on Sunday morning actually, that you need to become Jewish in order to be a Christian. Jesus is not enough. You know, you need to become Jewish as well. And actually Paul says, this is actually quite a shocking thing that he says. The Israel of God. He's saying that all of those who belong to Jesus are Israel. All of those who believe and trust in Jesus are Israel. And, um, and that's a real contrast to what these Judaizers are saying that you need to belong to you know you need to become Jewish and, and Paul says no belonging to Jesus means that we are the Israel of God we are the true Israel and um, uh, and so then he says that no one, no one cause me trouble for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus so Paul's faith had led to hardship in the body. And he says, he talks about this in a few different uh, places. He talks about being beaten and he's shipwrecked, of course, you remember, at the end of Acts and, uh, and so on. And Paul suffered a lot of hardship. And perhaps he, the marks that he's talking about are marks of him being beaten or, you know, the chains, perhaps, that he's, he's wearing. And, um, and that is the thing that means more than circumcision. You know, it says that circumcision doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. It's just a sign. But actually receiving these marks because you're being obedient to Jesus. He says that is, that's what, um, what is true, you know, following Jesus, if you like. Being ready to follow him even to, even to that point. And he finishes off with grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Um, so he, he finishes off with grace, and that's what the whole letter has been about. The grace of the Lord Jesus. So let's, uh, let's think about, um, uh, I just thought it would be good to finish by thinking about why it was that these Judaizers were so obsessed with circumcision. Because I think that's a helpful window into, as we finish the book of Galatians, thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> Which is that, that circumcision, like, like we said, was a, a visible sign of something that you either had done or you hadn't. It, you know, if, have you been circumcised? Well, it's a yes or no answer. It's not something that you can say, well, I do a little bit. And I think this is why we find, as human beings, we find rules so attractive. It's because... We, we can tick off the rules that we've kept and we can label ourselves, yes, I'm a good person because tick, 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 I have done all of those things. And I think this is why 
rules and why Paul comes down so hard on the law. Because there are so many, so many problems. The problem of self-righteousness. We look at the rules and we think, yes, I've kept all of these rules here. Uh, like the rich young ruler, all of these I've kept since I was a child. We give ourselves a pat on the back and let ourselves off the hook. And that's not the way God sees us at all. Or there's a problem of despair. You know, we might, uh, we might see the rules and think, well, actually, I don't keep any of those rules, and we despair. And I think that's probably less common, but it, does, it, it happens that, that way too. Uh, and it's like the, um, you know, today, you do see it, like I mentioned in the, um, the Black Square post on social media. It's just, have I done that? Well, if I've done that, then I'm a good person. If I haven't done that, oh, well, you know, a bit dodgy. And, um, you know, it just, it's all about the appearance of righteousness rather than actually being righteous. Appearing righteous, perhaps to ourselves, to assuage our own conscience, perhaps appearing righteous in front of others. But the problem is that rules do not lead to righteousness. That rules can't help us in the end. That rules, they, they do not have the power, as Paul says, the, the law did not have the power to, to, to um, help us obey. That only Jesus can do that. Only crucifixion, and followed by the new creation, can actually do that. So, I think uh, just, as we, just as we close, I'd like us to just reflect and think about this. That are we tempted sometimes to put our faith in keeping the rules? Are we tempted to think about uh, how good we're doing or how, how bad we're doing based on our performance of the rules? And it's very easy to do this, I think, that something which is a good idea can become a rule. And um, like, for example, reading the Bible. I know that um, reading the Bible every day is a good thing to do. But it can become a rule so that you think, if I read the Bible, well, tick, I've done that. I'm, I'm in God's good books. And if I haven't done that, I'm not in God's good books. But it's so easy for it to happen, isn't it? We start to think about ourselves and our spiritual life in terms of a, a tick list of things that we've done or not done. And not actually look to God. Uh, to help us, to give us that new life. So, what I'd like us to do over these next few weeks, um, over these um, uh, the month of August, and while we're not here um, today, you know, sort of in Wednesday worshippers, then I'd like us to think and remember each day that we are a new creation, and remember what we've learned in uh, in Galatians, and just say to yourself each day. I'm a new creation. I need to be a new creation by the power of the Holy Spirit. And remember that rather than being, uh, being following a list of rules, think, let's pray to God to help me to be a new creation, to change my heart, to make me new. And in, in so doing, we will fulfil the law of Christ, as Paul says. So let's pray as we, uh, as we come to a close and ask ask for God's help Heavenly Father we do recognise the temptation and the draw um, that it is part of our humanity Lord to want to follow rules uh, to be made righteous and we pray that you would help us to resist that temptation and to seek instead to be made new 
in Jesus Christ through the, through the cross and through the resurrection. We pray that you would help us to have new life in Christ and help us to think about that over these coming weeks. I just pray that you would write that on our hearts and make us new. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.